it's your audience's story. When you're sharing your experiences and what you've learned from that, you're really giving a gift to other people. So if you're not showing up to yourself and sharing your real life experiences and what you've gone through, you're, you're hiding that gift. Today's show is sponsored by winthehourwintheday.com, where we help entrepreneurs stop working so hard. Check us out, winthehourwintheday.com. Hey, entrepreneurs, are you going full speed just trying to keep up? Do you feel you have more losses than wins? For years, I was rushing to get to the next thing. There was always something that I had to learn before the thing I actually needed to learn. I felt like I was running in the wrong direction and moving even further away from my goals. So the big question is, how do you stop the craziness? How do you get to your next win? Well, this podcast will give you the answer. Join me on my journey as we have real conversations about struggles, successes, and tips so we can get you quicker, faster results, no fluff, and get you to your next win now. Hey friends, how would you like to get 25 hours back a week? Yes, you can. That's what everyone tells me. They say all the time, oh my heavens, Chris, I got like 25 hours back a week within the first month of working with you. And now we are launching the winner's circle. So we are here to support more of you. Check out the winner's circle in the link in the show notes. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Win the Hour, Win the Day, and I am your host, Chris Ward, and today we have Melita Campbell in the house. Now listen, this is going to be a really interesting conversation, because she's coming at a problem from a whole different angle. She is the proud author of the Shy Girl's Guide to Networking. Now hold on, hold on. If you're not a girl, don't worry. She's just a smart marketer, so she's niche down. This is gender non-specific, and, and... This is a whole new definition of shy because here's the deal. I actually fall under the category of shy in her definition. It's really a powerful definition. And in case you guys haven't caught on, I'm not normally what somebody would describe shy. So let's hear why Melita is telling us we all need to be working on this. Welcome to the show, Melita. Thanks, Chris. Great to be here. And and yeah, you know, when I launched the book, I had people come out and say, oh, well, that's great. Congratulations. But I'm not a shy girl. And I was and it was it got my curiosity. Quite a few people, particularly in my Facebook group, said this. So I clicked through to their Facebook profile to find out who, who is this? What's their business? No mention of their business. Nothing at all. And, and it's like, well, hang on a minute. If you're not showing up, if you're not bragging about, well, I'm not bragging about your business, but if you're not openly proud of your business and, and showing it off at every opportunity, then, then you're being shy. And so many of these people that said, oh, I'm not shy, just had no, no presence around their business at all, which made me really think, yeah, well, you, you are, you really need to show up at, at fully for your clients, for your business, and, and really be an active part of that if you're going to have a presence online. Yeah, that's really interesting to me because I know I've said in the past where, you know, I've done a lot of speaking gigs and I was fine with that or local TV and all that. Right. But I struggled. We talked about this in the show before, but I did struggle at one point with social media because I felt like you didn't ask me to be there. And like, as if you're walking by, I'm tugging at your sleeve, trying to get your attention. So I really it was a long time struggle for me on how to present on social media and also 
shoulders back, tried to be straight faced and look grown up and sound professional. So I also wasn't showing up as myself. I was trying to show up as the polished version version of myself. And I, I never like it when people say I wasn't being inauthentic. I just thought I was trying to be more grown up or something, right? It wasn't being my full fledged Chris, right? So that's one thing that's really interesting to me because by your definition, then there's a lot of people out there being shy because, you know, they don't, they don't know how to talk about something with confidence and, but they're worried about it sounding arrogant, right? Boasting about their business and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you touched on something important there with the professional thing. You know, I, I had a conversation just recently with someone that wasn't showing up because they didn't know they were worried they were going to be judged. They were worried they weren't going to be professional enough. And say, like, you know, being professional means being understood. It means being clear, clear. It means being yourself. And if you try and be professional, as in like mm. fancy language and, and a big stiff, a stiff suit, then you're just driving a wall between you and your audience. So if you don't want that at all. You just want to be just be yourself, be clear, represent your brand in the best way you can. Yeah. I mean, I can't, we could, I could talk about that part forever because I know it's been a, a powerful learning curve for myself because I always thought this Chris was something that you saw after I sort of earned your respect. It was sort of like the fifth date, Chris, you've been working with me for a while. And then you got to see this version and people say, Oh, you're so fun to work with. And you know, I got so much content, but we have such a good time and all this other stuff. And I think, well, that's great. But I wasn't putting that Chris out online because again, I thought it was like, I spent a lot of money for all my education. I was trying to show that foot forward. Right. So again, by your definition, you know, I was being shy and hesitant when normally people would not describe me as that. So in your book, which I was reading, uh, finishing up last night, you have this victory formula. So I was wondering if you could just give us a little bit, just a, a sentence on each letter of victory and what that means to you. Yeah. So when I caught myself holding back, but I needed to move forward, I had to find a way of doing that in a way that felt comfortable, that, that was doable, because I was trying to network as an introvert and a shy girl. In, and all I saw was, oh, you have to do it the way that all the extroverts were doing. And that was never going to work for me. So I took the step back and, and figured out this, what became the victory formula. And the first part of that is the V, which is to have a vision. First of all, you need to know this is something that you want to do. So if it's moving online, if that's just not, not part of your vision, if that's not a priority for you, then you, you don't have to worry about it. But if it is something that's important, then it's really put important to, to know that and create that, that bigger vision. And of course, the bigger your vision is, the smaller those obstacles become so you can start to move forward with more confidence. I have a funny story here. I, in the past, used to have a thing about, I guess I was deemed to be a rather private person. And my husband and I, we'd be out somewhere and I'd run into somebody or whatever. And he'd say something and he'd say, why didn't you tell them that? And I'd be like, you know, it's not their business. Don't worry. Like they don't need to know that, whatever. Right. Who cares? Right. So when I started my business, he's like, he sat me down and he said, do you know, if you have a business, people will need to know your business. Like, do you understand that? <laughs> like, do you understand the formula here? If you're going to have a business, they need to know your business. Like you can't go around saying that's not their business. I don't need to share that. Right. So that vision, you're right. It's like, oh, okay. Uh, my vision is if I want the business to grow, I need to meet. The, we should also address the networking thing. I need to meet more people you know, and that's whether it's virtual coffees, what, whatever that looks like in the modern day world, that networking thing 
the more people that know your business, the, you know, the bigger the scope of your business. So that vision is a very powerful first step. Okay. Vision, victory. We go from V to I. So I is to be intentional, to reset okay. clear goals and milestones around this. Cause it's great to have a vision, but you have to actually take action as well. But to break okay. that down, as, as you mentioned, you know, most people when they're doing things for the first time, is a bit daunting. So just to have this big vision and take one huge stride towards it, it is not going to work. You might do it once, but it won't be sustainable. So just to break down and get, get intentional about the steps you're going to take to get to your vision. Okay. I was recently talking, uh, anyways, a, a mentor of mine, and he gave a really classic example. He said, when you're making choices, is this micro choice going to affect your macro goal? Right. And that was very powerful to me. Like, oh, because we all know like short term, like, oh, I should be doing this. I should be doing that. But when you sit there and you go, OK, intentional, if I want this, you know, if, if I want to be an influencer, or have a bigger impact online, then I can't have a thousand people know me if I'm not willing to meet with 10 people this week. So is my micro step, you know, my micro focus going to affect my macro goal? Right. So intention that that. uh I think it's one of these things that perhaps when you say it, it sounds simplistic, but I think it's undervalued. So that's a really good one. Victoria, victory. We got vision. We got intention. What's the C for? C is confidence. So you have to be able to move forward confidence. You have to be able to speak to people. And what I, I used to stumble over my words a lot, but once I built that confidence, then it, that all changed. And confidence doesn't come from knowing you can do it. It comes from trusting that you can figure it out. So the more mm. you, you need a bit of courage first. So the C is also for courage. <laughs> Have a bit of courage to take that first step. And when you do it and you realize, oh, that wasn't so bad, I survived. Then you've built a little bit of confidence. And the more you take these little steps, the more that confidence is going to grow. And that's something I misunderstood for a long time. I, I really felt, oh, I'll do this when I'm confident. But of course, mm -hmm. that, that day will never come if you don't take those first steps. So just start where you are and build from there. But that confidence will grow with you. I remember many, many years ago, I heard the first time I heard the phrase, your comfort zone. I thought that was the place where you stayed. <laughs> I, thought it was like, I thought that was like safe thing, like stay within your comfort zone. I didn't know it was something you're supposed to step outside of. It made it sound comfortable. Like, oh, you should know where your comfort zone is. So you make sure you stay inside of that. Right. I mean, yeah. I'm okay. I'm pretty bold. And when I want to do something and set my mind to it, not a lot stops me, but, but I'm still very human. And there's things I think, oh, no, 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 that's not for me right? So, all right. So confidence, excellent. T stands for, oh, um, we go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Once you have your vision and intention, you can actually reverse your comfort zone. So if you know that if you don't go out and make those connections, you won't grow your business, then it's suddenly what felt very uncomfortable. Now it's the other way around. If you sit at home watching Netflix, you feel uncomfortable because you know you're not growing your business, you're not doing what you need to do. So that that vision and intention, as you say, it sounds simplistic, but actually is a whole game changer. That is a really good point. Although when you said that off topic, I now know poor Netflix gets blamed for anything that's not done. If you're just sitting home watching Netflix, everybody says that. And it's like, oh, poor Netflix. It does okay. have a role though. Yeah, I it think does it, have a role. And it, they're yeah. not suffering too bad. So they're okay. <laughs> All right. And the T stands for? T is to be your true self. So this comes okay. back to what we were talking about earlier. You know, if you're not showing up yourself, you won't be making the right conversation, uh, net, right uh, connections. You won't be coming across 
confidently because it's hard to be confident when you're not being yourself. So if you're always trying to be someone else or trying to emulate some something that you're not, then that's going to erode that confidence as well. So being your true self is really important. So take a step back, understand who you are, what's important to you, what what value you have to bring to the table. Because that's another thing that holds a lot of people back in networking. It's like, I don't have any value to bring. It's like, of course you do. <laughs> Everyone has had some kind of experiences to share. So understanding you and your stories and everything and, and really embracing that is really going to be a, a key thing. And not just with networking, but any kind of marketing, really. Yeah. And so when you say your true self, Again, mm-hmm. another, another simplistic thing. And we did talk about the fact that, you know, I thought, oh, you have to have your shoulders back and, uh, and oh my gosh, I hate wearing business jackets and they don't are not flattering to me either, but I was wearing them because that was the thing to do. But here's the thing. It was really interesting. I was flicking, uh, going channel surfing last night and there was the voice on it's a competition. I think you guys have it in your part of the world too. a competition where they just listen to music, turn around and stuff like that. And somebody didn't get a turnaround. I spent five minutes on the show. And what it was is they had a background in theater. So their song as they describe it, and I can't carry a tune. So I don't listen. I'm going to butcher the story people, but pay attention. What happened was somebody in theater over it's too much perfection they overpronounce their words it's very clear it's very clean it's very perfect is what the criticism was and they said it's not interesting it's not you we don't hear you in the story we don't hear you you know slurring into some words or overpronouncing others with your language your dialect and your feeling in the song and so that's how they lost there was too much perfection in there and there was no realness to it so that true self is really interesting because we all think that the you know to look perfect professional and to sound really effective is our best thing, but it's really not. It's it. Then we just a whole bunch of, we're all the same. If, if we all achieve that, we'd be boring, right? We'd just be the same. So I think I'm always learning at a deeper level what that true self means. Interesting. Yeah. And I'm a TEDx speaker coach as well. And a lot of our uh, speakers have to share their story for the first time. And, and they're really worried about that. But, and, and I keep telling them, that it, it's it's really not your story. It's your audience's story. When you're sharing your experiences and what you've learned from that, you're really giving a gift to other people. So if you're not showing up to yourself and sharing your real life experiences and what you've gone through, you're, you're hiding that gift. Again, you're being shy. You're not, you're not sharing that with people. And that's the thing that really connects with people as well. Mm-hmm. So so yeah, unless you're a really horrible person, which I know no one <laughs> will just exclude. None of my <laughs> listeners are, they're all amazing. And, and they really truly are. I have got over 900 five-star reviews and every one of them write me these thoughtful, unbelievable things that I will tell you all you guys out there. I read every single one of them. You have no idea. Okay. So mm-hmm. we've got that. What's the O for in victory? So the O is obstacles. So you know better than anyone else what's going to trip you up along the way. So for example, when it came to networking, I, the first obstacle for me was going to be just walking up to the reception desk and getting my name tag. So I, I thought of things that was going to help me. So maybe it was taking a friend with me or listening to and some empowering music. So I felt like really filled up when I arrived or doing some power posing in the toilet, you know, but once I had mapped out those obstacles, the things that I knew were going to trip me up, 
And I had a plan for that. Okay, this. I just have to interrupt you if you don't mind. Yeah. That is an English term, the toilet. Like in North America, we say the bathroom because when you say I did power poises <laughs> in the toilet, it sounds like you were right in the toilet, right? You were not in water. So you were in the bathroom doing power poses. I just want to clarify people in case you thought she started swimming in the toilet. She did not. All right. <laughs> so my apologies. I'm just here to protect you, Melita. Go ahead. So I was in the bathroom. Okay. <laughs> my power poses. Or the washroom, um, either way. Washroom, yes, yes. Um, but you know, it really once I had those strategies and I knew that I could handle what was going to come up, one, it gave me more confidence. But you know, those those things that I was really worried about just never happened. So it was it was a really interesting process to see how all these obstacles that I had imagined could happen or would happen never did because I'd already had a plan. So it, it's kind of that advanced thinking, if you like. Yeah. I, like it feels like a hundred years ago now when I used to do like live networking events, you know, and uh, what I found for me was I am not a big fan of small talk or I, when the, when it lacks structure. So I would go to a networking event and I did, I felt better when there was like a breakfast thing. Cause then you're sitting down, there's something to do or whatever, when there was some structure to the event, but just to come and have a meet and greet and we all stand there awkwardly smiling at each other and trying to make up small talk. Like that was so painful to me. And I don't think it brought out my best self. So for me, that was an obstacle. And so I would look for events where it's like, there was just a little bit of structure so that we could, if you were sitting beside someone or having a conversation, wasn't going anywhere with someone, you had something else to do. Right. So that's, that it, it really did make a difference when I was able to identify that. So that's a really good one. Obstacle. All right. And the R stands for the R, I think, is my favorite one. Um, oh, and okay. <laughs> it's to create your own rules. So okay. I had, up until that point, I'd already I'd always put myself under pressure to be like an extrovert, to perform a certain way or to be funny and have all these stories and all of this. And, I, and that wasn't me. So I was putting myself under pressure and then I was beating myself all, up all the way home on the train that, well, you didn't do this and that was rubbish. And so it was just a disaster from start to finish. So I did two things with my rules. I had the empowering rules and, and the kind of the, the practical ones. So the practical ones were things like, you know, if I just go to an event and I meet one person, I'm there for half an hour and that's me done. That's okay. You know, so I made it okay for me to do it at my pace. If I felt my energy dipping and I wanted to just go and chill out outside or read a book in the corner of the lobby, that was okay. You know, it was okay for me to to work my way and protect my energy and protect myself as well. So that was one side of my rules. But on the other side, I really wanted to, to push myself a little bit to grow. So I had things like um, do every, do something every day that scares you. And this wasn't like jump out of a plane, but more like invite a colleague for lunch, which was something mm. that really like, terrified me or use the phone instead of email. You know, these little things I just encouraged myself to not take the easy way and, and do that thing that was going to be that that little step so I could continue building my confidence. And actually, I've since learned that that quote was from Eleanor Roosevelt, oh, who was goodness. chronically shy. And so oh. I like the idea that it was it's perhaps one of her rules because she ended up being an amazing networker and really well known for for being a public figure and doing a lot of public speaking. But that's definitely not where she started out. That is interesting because you know what, for me, I, those rules, they do really intrigue me because 
I do have the ability to, I, I have like a, a lot of energy. I'm high energy. Or, you know, when I was in university, I was a really good server, waitress, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, I could show up to the table and I, you have to read the table. Are they on a date or are they meeting their biological parent, whatever, but you're part of the entertainment for that. And so I was always able to do that and be effective with sales and coaching and stuff. And so people, it took me a long time to realize people always see me as very gregarious and outgoing. And yet I recharge by myself. Like I need quiet time and, you know, all that other stuff. And I'm not somebody that's going to go out Friday night with 20 friends. That's just not me. Right. Even when I was like 20 years old, everybody has gone out like, hmm, maybe I'll learn how to knit. Right. I, I'd rather go to bed early and get up early. Right. And so it took me a long time to understand that, oh, you know, I'm not this big old extrovert like everyone thinks that this is how I recharge. Because what was happening for me was because I was able to turn it on over here and I enjoyed it, but then the flame burns out. Then I would say, oh, well, you know, I mean, I guess I'm just being lazy. Everyone wants to go out for so-and-so's birthday or everyone wants to go to this event or I guess I should just go like push through when I didn't want to. Cause I thought, well, I was just being, I don't know what, right. But now I realize, no, one of my rules are I need to take care of myself and how I recharge is this way. So it is very easy to get seduced and follow things. And these aren't just like, you know, personal stories, guys, this is really, you know, really me understanding then how to navigate effectively through my workday that, okay, if I'm going to have all my calls on this day, it's going to be that, but then I need to recharge the next day and have some more focused content stuff where I get to, you know, again, recharge. So that's a really good one. You're right. Rules. Okay. What is the big finale? What is the why? The why is a little bit of an affirmation and it's just, you've got this, you know, it's, okay. if you've got all of these things in place then you can really just relax and enjoy because you've you've kind of pre-planned you've you've set your mindset you know what you're doing you and you've got your rules so you can just go for it and enjoy the process so it's really that kind of like yes you can do this I like that. You can do this. All right. So I guess the bigger message too and I think it's one that you can't hear enough. We're looking for progress not perfection and we just we want to have victories in our business and in order to do that we can follow this formula and understand when you're holding back, that is a, a definition by your terms, Melita. And I think a really good one of being shy about who you are. Cause I know for me too, uh, we all, I'm really great at talking about how other people are really effective or what they have to offer the world with their business. But I, I know like sometimes you walk by like a little coffee shop or something or restaurant and they'll say world's greatest, whatever breakfast is here. And you think, they can't, I think they can't say that they don't know. Right. So that boastfulness always made me really pull back as far as presenting myself online, but that's me being shy about my business and you can be confident without being arrogant. So, so I think you've given us a lot to think about. This is awesome. All right. Anything, uh, any final words you want to tell our amazing listeners about your, 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 your whole mission here, really? <laughs> Well, I think the, the victory framework is really a, a guide to achieving anything in life your way. And since I've, I've put that out there, I know I've had um, an extroverted man who's, who's like, every time I go networking, I know I annoy people because I just bounce off the walls. I'm like this unstoppable puppy. And he's been able to use it to rein himself back. <laughs> mm. it, I think it works in all situations. But, you know, 
as you say, anytime you're not showing up. So if you're not showing up in your marketing, if you're not showing up in meetings, if you're not showing up as a, as a leader for your team, you know, there's so many different ways you can apply this formula. But I think it it's really, as you say, it's that having that big vision that you believe in and then filling in the gaps and just taking those small steps bit by bit to achieve that. And then anything becomes possible. It truly does. All right, Melita, where can they find more of your brilliance? Where can they reach out to see you? So you can find me at melitacampbell.com. That's Melita with two T's. Um, and put my put Melita Campbell into anything, social media, Google, and you'll find me. Awesome. All right, Melita, we, su- we sure do appreciate you. And you guys, we will see you soon in the next episode. Thank you so much. And don't forget to win the hour, win the day. Hey everyone, don't forget to hop on over to freegiftfromchris.com. That's free gift, G-I-F-T, from Chris, K-R-I-S.com. We are always putting goodies in there for you so that you can have a business that supports your life instead of consuming it. 